Okay, hello and welcome to episode 224 of the Nerd Stravaganza Podcast, where you don't have to be a bot, a bod guy, where you don't have to be a bad guy to join our squad. I'm Tom. I'm Brian. And I'm Cam. And tonight we will be discussing our thoughts on the movie Suicide Squad. First of all, though, we will remind you that we appreciate your support on iTunes, where we love your reviews and positive feedback. And now, on to the show with our weekly, geekly, geekly, weekly update. And Cam, what have you been up to? I mean, I've uh, I've been having my post-Gen Con hangover. Uh, Got back, um, just sort of been, you know, getting through stuff because I was in Europe for three weeks, then Gen Con, now so last week just basically has been digging out from uh, everything uh, that sort of piled up when I was there. Um, Got some cool new Kickstarters in. I got uh, the new... Uh, Coup Rebellion expansion that came in. Uh, Don't mess with Cthulhu, which is a little little indie card game uh, thing that came out. And actually, I got the new Coup uh, Brazilian edition. I don't know if you guys saw that. It's like a it's Coup, but it's got this Brazilian art. They they brought in this like really cool Brazilian artist, I guess, sort of in conjunction with the the Olympics. I guess is probably why they did it. That is cool. Um, yeah, it's really cool. It's got like all this really alternative art. It's really, it's really nice. Um, so I was doing that, and I got that in. Um, and other than that, just pretty boring, you know. Playing games at the Adventure Game Store. Um, uh, you know, had some fun. That's you know, had some friends' birthday parties over the weekend, things like that. Just, uh, just normal stuff. Getting back into the swing of things. It was nice to actually be home and you know, in my own bed and my own bathroom and my own everything for the last, you know, four or five day stretch. And, uh, yeah, just excited to be home, excited to uh, be back in the swing of things. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's about it. Sweet. How about you, Brian? Uh, getting ready for another convention. I guess it's like a local con season down here. So MizuCon is this weekend. Ready for that. And uh, still playing No Man's Sky. Um, not sure I'd call it enjoying it, but kind of kind of hooked on the story. Like, there's a lot of tedium involved in, uh, really? in unraveling it, but trying to get there. Hmm. So you're kind of torn on whether or not it's enjoyable. Um, I mean, it's really big game and I, I, I don't know like I don't like l- let's just say you want to warp to a new galaxy or something like that well you know it's a big galaxy so you, you take a long time to warp so you set your coordinates and press a button and then you jack off for two minutes while your computer like you know <laughs> a- astro gates or whatever but literally you don't have to c- touch the controller for two minutes and mm, I don't know. That's uh, I mean, I do. I love the story. It, it's actually really intriguing because every solar system you land in is controlled by a race, and then there's cultural artifacts on all of the planets to unravel the the story, like the history of the race. And going to different systems, you see different aspects of the story. Like, you know, these guys came through here, they did this, they conquered these guys, so they believe this, but they were really doing it because they were fighting these guys, and 
had these resources they needed. Like there's, it, it's it's great for different sides of things, but overall the gameplay is really boring, actually. Interesting, and um, hmm. as far as the glitch, so the low time is that just low times? Are those just functions of the game, or are they still having issues? It's it's not load time, it's it's a big fucking galaxy and you're traveling through it. Okay, okay. Like, okay. I mean, it kind of makes sense, but I, I ask a lot in that game, like, this is very realistic, but it's is it fun? Oh, right. Ultimately, right. it's still supposed to be a game. Yeah, that, I think I would get pretty hacked off at that. I mean, so you're, you're basically saying they're, they're just making you wait to try to give you a gameplay experience? Like there's, no, there's no reason except that they just want you to because oh if it was real life you'd have to wait like a long time. So you can like you, you go into a planet and you find like some abandoned base and on the base you use the computers to like locate another abandoned base and you're like I'll go there and learn more about the culture. So you have the coordinates and you look and it's on the other side of the planet. Well, that's, you know, three, four minutes away by, by airship. And it's, it's either very boring or very inconvenient. Because what you can do is you can actually leave the planet, like, you know, go back through atmosphere into the asteroid belt and then, like, go down. And that'll cut down on your travel time a little bit. But you'll probably be murdered by pirates if you leave atmosphere <laughs> and it takes a lot of fuel for you to do, which isn't a really big concern because fuel is pretty plentiful, but still. So you can either do that, or you can just say, like, travel, you know, the surface of the planet. But seriously, it's such a huge planet, it can take you, like, three minutes. Just hold your buttons down, go in that direction. Nothing to just, encounter, you're, you're just no going. danger to you, impossible to crash... No gameplay whatsoever. Just buttons, forward arrow. Oh, so it, not only do you have to wait all that time, but you have to like keep your finger on the button. You can't just like be like, okay, go, and then like open up a different window and check your Facebook and come back. Not in atmosphere. Oh God, that sounds awful. That does sound kind of tedious. I I I don't know. I I was really thinking to myself, like it's time to just tackle the game and get the story and kind of like call this game beaten but I got to a couple of places where you can't really even do that. You have to have met certain exploration criteria to advance. So you basically have to meander around some of the galaxies I I keep saying galaxies, some of the star systems the solar systems to uncover all of these things before it'll even let you advance. So I love it and I hate it. It's, it's a very mixed game. I could see, like, okay, so I'm just thinking about, like, Skyrim or whatever, WoW or whatever. Like, okay, it takes you a while to get certain places, you know what I mean? Like, you, sometimes you just got to walk through the wilderness or wherever you're going to go, and that's fine, but, like, like you said, uh, is it Tom? Like, you're, you're, the bears come out and they fight you, you know what I mean? Or, like, there's something that can yeah. happen, you know? Like, yeah. Or even Fallout, whatever. Like, you got to go somewhere, like, Okay, fine, but you know you might have to fight like a crazy, uh, you know, irradiated uh, scorpion or something. You know what I mean? At least you're doing so. Or you could, you might be able to find something, or you know, you might find some bottle caps, or you might get this or that or whatever. 
But like, if you're just literally just sitting there and just waiting three minutes to, and holding a button down to get to the other side of the planet, that's that's mm-hmm. a ter- that's terrible. You can like you'll you'll see something interesting on the surface. So you can land your plane every you know few. 15, 20 seconds or whatever and do that thing, but, I mean, then you'll never get to the, the, the joint. Um, you could, if you really wanted to, walk, and then there would be things to encounter, but I'm, I'm not, like, it, it's two minutes by, like, subsonic jet. It's 45-minute walk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, no way. Every once in a while, you'll get one like, "Oh, that's only seven minutes away." Let me, let me, like, I'll walk and it'll be fun, and I'll kill some dinosaurs and I'll mine some gold or you know whatever. And that one's not too bad. But yeah, sometimes you just because it's everything is RNG, you just you know whatever is generated, and yeah, sometimes it's just oh, it's on the opposite pole of the planet. Have fun with that. Wow, that's uh, that's pretty crazy. Well, the, I, the, I I saw somewhere uh, I saw online this week that I guess. Um, it's on what is it on? It's on PS4 and P uh, and PC right now, right? Yes. Um, I think they're gonna. It's gonna be on. Uh, well, it was slated. It was supposed to be, and I think it will be at some point. They're saying gonna be, uh, be on Xbox One. I wonder how the gameplay differs on the console. As are you playing on PC or are you playing on PS4? I'm on PS4. Oh, okay. So the, no, no difference in the gameplay. Then. Wow. All right. <laughs> It's, I, I was actually really considering like playing the game, but now I'm like, uh, I don't, I don't know if I want to invest that time. It, I, I, I cannot tell you how good like the actual story is, like what you're reading and what you're discovering about, you know, the origins of the universe and the history of everything that happened and the the wars people waged and why. Brilliant, brilliant. But like you got to go two hours between the snippet, it kind of kills it. Do you think they're doing that like to, I guess, just sort of like parse it out to keep it like a longer to keep people interested or keep people playing the game longer, or do you think it's just a design flaw? I, I think it's just a design flaw. I think they had this idea and they were all in love with it and they never like shopped it out. Like, is this a good idea? Because on the surface, it's a great idea. Like, dude, the first time you play, you're on this little planet, and you repair your ship, and you take off, and you actually go, you can travel from the planet, like, you walk up to your ship, you get in the ship, you take off into the atmosphere, through an asteroid belt, you see a moon, you fly to the moon, you go into the moon, you land on the moon, like, without any loading whatsoever. It's seamless, and it's unreal. It's cool. Your shields actually burn around you as you, you're breaking atmosphere. Like, it, it is awesome. On some of the planets, like, um, other ships are, like, zooming overhead, like, going to trade routes and things like that. It's cool as shit. But to, like, actually play the game, like, there is a ton of tedium. And I, and I don't think anybody said, like, can't you just make the engines, like, faster? Maybe, like... 15 seconds instead of two minutes? Like That's uh, too bad, Brian. It sounds like in order to convey that sense of scale, they went a little too far. Maybe. I, I would really... I, this would probably be an absolutely fantastic like science fiction novel. 
Okay, yeah, but a game, not so much. Yeah, it's... Uh, I mean, you know, I've been comparing it in my mind to Minecraft, and, and I'll be honest with you, Minecraft sounds boring as shit to me. So maybe I'm just a crotchety old man and don't get modern gameplay, but... See, in, in those games, like, I'm trying to... I'm just trying to rock my brain on games that I've played where, like, you, you, you travel from one place to another and there is load time... But like they'd give you some sort of like little game or puzzle to play in between, you know what I mean? Like while you're waiting, like I feel like they lost a chance to do something like that. Okay, you're gonna travel from here to there. It's gonna take whatever x minutes, and then they can bombard you with flavor text, or they can bombard you with some sort of like clues or this or that, or even like a little puzzle. Like okay, you know, try to unlock this you know alien artifact, and that'll get you a plus one whatever. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't know. Yeah. The uh, again, there's there's basically in planet in solar system and then traveling between solar systems. At least in planet and in solar system, you can tell your computer what to do and then dick around with your inventory or like upgrade your gun or you know whatever. You can fill the time if you want to. There is nothing at all you can do traveling between galaxies like. Huh. Maybe they're using it to mask loading time or whatever, but seriously, it's it's like two minutes at least. And hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know. Like a, Go ahead. That sounds like an almost hundred uh, percent there. They kind of missed the on planet uh, fun a little bit. I, I really despise games because it, it's an extension of the quick time event. Like, once upon a time, you could press, like, five buttons and do all these cool moves with Kratos. Blah, 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 blah. Now you don't yeah. even need to play the game. <laughs> you can put the controller down, and the game does it for you. Wow, isn't this cool? No, I, I just watch a movie. Well, Brian, sorry, it's kind of a mixed bag for you. Uh, anything else? Nope. All right, that sounds like a pretty full week. I'm still kind of intrigued. I may give that game a shot. Still. Uh, brings it around. I am still playing it. It's good, but you know, realistic expectations, I guess. It is <laughs> very large. Okay. All right. I will. Uh, I will keep my expectations realistic. That brings it around to me. My week has been involved. I'm working like kind of 12 to 14 hour days at this uh, event I'm at. So pretty wrapped up with that. Apart from that. I found a new gadget I want. I want this chair. It's an office chair that like totally like reconfigures, and uh, it, it lets you go from like lying down mode to sitting up. I think it even has a standing mode. It is called the Alt Workstation, and the Alt Workstation is a really it's a five thousand dollar desk. So I doubt I'm actually going to buy the thing, but basically. You can assume like what I would think would be the ultimate posture, which is practically laying down, you know, with your legs stretched out and your head and everything supported, but with like everything kind of floated up in front of you in your work area, and so you're fully supported. And uh, not only do I think of it as a really cool, productive uh, environment for work, but I could totally see that working for VR, like a perfect chair, you know, if with your computer like suspended uh, weightlessly in front of you. So uh, look, check it out. It's called the Altwork Desk, and uh, I am probably going to do a GoFundMe for Nerdstravaganza to see if I can get other people to buy it for me. <laughs> Somehow I don't think I'll meet with success. 
I mean, I've seen GoFundMe's for way less valid things. <laughs> so who knows? <laughs> we will take donations, uh, folks, toward toward this uh, goal of mine. I would really like one of these desks. They are really cool and a really extra- extravagant expense that I don't, I cannot possibly justify. That doesn't mean I won't try. But uh, yeah, it looks pretty awesome. There is a side. I'll, how, how about this? I'll take the side table for seven hundred twenty-five dollars. I'll start. I'll start from there and work my way out. Wait, what was the sticker? What was the? And the, I'm willing to. T- what was the sticker on the on the actual desk and chair? Like the the whole shebang. The standard edition is forty-five hundred dollars. There is oh. a signature edition for fifty-five hundred. I don't need that. I'll take the forty-five hundred dollars. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So hey, you can't put a price tag uh, on hook. hook no, and productivity. You know, I could yeah. ditch by. I could really save a lot of room in my house by getting rid of my office furniture and just having this. It has wheels, so I can off, move it around. Write it off on your tax. You write it off on your taxes. I think so. I could probably, yeah, write that off as a business expense for a home office. Yeah. So uh, I may do that. <laughs> anyway, that's it. Just kind of keeping busy and. Uh, sort of lusting after that. And, of course, I went and saw Suicide Squad a second time with my companion because she wanted to go see it, which very adequately prepared me for tonight's topic. But, of course, before we get to the topic, we need to discuss some news. So, Cam, over to you for the news. Yes, let's talk about the news. Um, uh, I guess so let's stay in the sort of entertainment vein since we, you brought up Suicide Squad. Um uh, South Park um, is coming out with a new video game called Fractured But Whole. Get it? Fractured But Whole. Uh, oh, I see. I see. Yeah. So look for that uh, on your uh, console or PC of choice. Uh, I, brought, I looked this one up for you, Tom. Uh, I, I don't know him, but I, I figured you would. Um, Alberto Del Rio. Oh, yeah, the wrestler. The wrestler, I guess he's been suspended for violating the WWE talent wellness policy. Oh, really? Really? I don't know what that means. Wellness violation? I'm, I I, I can only assume it's some sort of maybe drugs or performance enhancement. I don't know. You know? Yeah, uh, Cam. The going back to like when there were some pretty high profile like. Uh, Incident, especially when this one wrestler ended up like killing his family and then committing suicide. Yeah. Had a pretty strict wellness policy that bans performance-enhanced drugs and recreational drugs and all that. Yeah. And um, Del Rio left the company for a little while, and then came back. You know, after kind of working in the indies for a while, came mm-hmm. back like jacked, like in an insane shape, like super like cut up and like in, in really good shape. And it, might he might have been taking a little something to give him a boost. Okay. Yeah, it says that this is his first violation. They don't say why, but I guess this is the f- the this is the fourth this year already. Um, I guess Roman Reigns was was had a violation yeah. recently in June. Connor and Adam Rose yep. also. Um, yep. I guess that means he's not going to be at SummerSlam. Uh, Del Rio, I mean. Um, so, so you, so you think it was probably like performance-enhancing drugs? I mean, it might have been something as simple as weed. Um, yeah. I think that is what Roman Reigns got pinched for. But Del Rio, he came back in like 
noticeably better shape after his hiatus. And hey, I'm not saying hard work at the gym can't produce crazy results, but it would not surprise me to learn he was maybe using a little something. Yeah, I mean, there's zero chance that these guys are not all on steroids, right? I mean, uh, allegedly, I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't want to, you know, defame anyone, but like, I mean, you just look at some of these guys. I, I don't know that they're getting there by, you know, protein bars and hitting the gym. But then again, what do I know? I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm in, <laughs> I'm in no kind of shape to be talking about anyone else. But, but you know what I mean? Like, it feels like they're. I mean, it's almost sort of just like lip service, right? Yeah, I have I have a hard time believing that uh, GNC is supplying the supplements required to build some of these physiques, physiques. But it might just be me talking as a soft body, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, you see some guys, and you know, they just look sort of like normal. You know what I mean? So you know, like, okay, fine, I get it. But like, you know, some guys that are just like, wow, you know what I mean? Like, holy shit, what have you? What are you on? And if it's legal, like, I want to get on it. You know? Um, but hey, I mean, look, it's it's an industry, man, and people do what they got to do, right? I'm sure there are worse things. Um, so okay, so poor Alberto uh, won't be making SummerSlam. Uh, sort of related to No Man's Sky, um, there is an Earth-like planet that might be habitable, and it is only 4.5 light years away. Which is, you know, in 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 the span of the universe, very very close. I and mean, speaking of loading times, it'll take you know more than two minutes to get there. But uh, it's potentially habitable. Uh, it is in orbit of Proxima Centauri, which is the closest star to Earth. Um, and once Trump gets elected and screws up the planet, uh, we might be able to move there. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys are excited about that, but I guess we'd have to figure out the. Uh, you know, we still got to figure out the uh, interstellar travel, but uh, if we do in any type of, you know, any type of way, uh, I guess that is a reachable planet for us to get to in case we need to uh, bug out of here. Uh, cool. It's good. All, good to have choices. Yeah, it's good to, good to have a backup plan. Right? Um, let's see. Uh, did you guys see the Rogue One trailer? I'm, I have not seen that new I one not. yet, actually. Really? Huh. Yeah, I, 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 I purposefully stay away from those, so I did not see it. I guess they aired it during the Olympics, and I really haven't been watching the Olympics either. But, uh, uh, yeah, I guess it was uh, it was very well received. Um, the, the I guess the, the, the big story this week is that um, I guess there was a Japanese... Trailer, as which is different than the original tra- the trailer that came out here in the U.S. and it dropped uh, a few new hints and and uh, you know basically it had different and different music and different different stuff which was cool and then it also had uh, a couple of little uh, little little drops of info that everyone is clamoring about on the internet. Uh, like I said, I'm trying to stay away. I mean, I'll tell you guys if you if you want to know. If not, we can just sort of leave the audience to go look it up themselves if they want. I'll sort of leave it up to you, Tom, as the uh, leader of the group. Uh, I mean, I'm kind of curious. Uh, I, I haven't seen it, so feel free. Okay, um, so I guess the big thing is that... Um, okay, so we knew that Jin Erso has a father. He made a scientific breakthrough, uh, and the Empire has found a way to use it. So that's, like, I guess, the, the, the premise, right? Um, we also know that Mads Mikkelsen is, like... He's, the, he's playing the father, uh, Jin's father, Galen. So that's cool too. We so we, we knew that in in the trailers, and that that's cool. 
Uh, but I guess the big thing in the Japanese trailer is that Galen is the one who sent the encoded transmission that Mon Mothma and the Rebels intercepted. Oh. So that op- obviously opens up a whole bunch of things, like has, you know, Jin recruited because of his father? Um, are they expecting... Uh, uh, are they expecting her to find... Uh, to find, the, to find her father, to discover more about the weapons test? Uh, was she part of the rebellion? Like, you know, just... Oh, you know, all the internet, the, the internet gnolls and uh, nerds and trolls were just going crazy, asking questions and spinning, you know, all kinds of theories or whatever. But yeah, that's the big news. So, so I guess Mon Mothma and uh, those guys uh, intercepted that from Galen. Interesting. That sounds yeah. that sounds cool. That's making me really want to see it even more. Yeah, I don't know if you'd, you'd heard that yet, Brian, but I, I guess that's, or you've seen that, or anyone talking about that online lately. No. No? I don't know, yeah. I'm kind of, like, I, I talked about this last week, everything online is just negative, 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 and I'm actually pretty excited about the Star Wars shit, like, I I'm really want to see that movie, so yeah. I'm just not even listening to anybody say anything about it, because so much of it's just bullshit. Yeah. Huh, okay. Um, well, speaking of another cinematic, uh, you know, just huge cinematic universes, um, Natalie Portman um, is unsure about her future in the Marvel uh, Marvel Universe. Uh, you know, obviously she was, she's been in the Thor movies, but she was conspicuously left out of uh, Avengers Age of Ultron, and she's not in Thor Ragnarok, which is coming up soon. So they don't know whether or not you know she was in Thor and Thor Dark World, but they don't know whether you know, it, it's un, un, unclear as to whether or not Natalie Portman will be in any future uh, Marvel movies, which I think is a shame because I, I love her to death. I think she's awesome, but uh, I don't know how you guys feel about her. Uh, um, isn't her character the the new Thor actually in the in the comics now? I think her character, yeah, but I mean certainly not her as the as you know. But but I was really hoping she'd get to actually play Thor. Be the Thor, yeah. And that would be awesome, I think. Yeah. I mean, this might be posturing, you know, by the uh, by the uh, studio that like, hey, look, we don't need you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. We'll, we'll, you know, yeah, we're gonna come up, we're gonna have a new movie with a with a female Thor, and you know, if you think you know, if you're thinking you're gonna get paid X dollars, forget about it. We can go with someone else. Um, I don't know. Who knows what those guys at the suits are thinking. And my last story, uh, which sort of dovetails into our uh, uh, our topic, which is Suicide Squad, which I also saw this weekend. I forgot I left that out of my update. Um, apparently, Jared Leto, who played the Joker, um, basically made some. St- well, it's, it's allegedly being it's it's being reported that he allegedly came out and said that he feels that he was duped into doing the Suicide Squad movie and that he was basically told that, you know, the Joker would be portrayed in a certain way and that's what he was on board with and then I guess the studio changed things and in editing and post and all that stuff, uh, it came out terribly uh, or he thinks it came out terribly. But then, it, but then he says he hasn't seen the movie yet. So I, I don't know. Apparently, everyone's going crazy that Jared Leto is basically talking bad about the Joker in this uh, in this installment. And I guess I'll sort of leave that there. Uh, and Tom, you can sort of take us into the topic. 
Okay, yeah, great, uh, great segue, actually, Cam. And I'm not sure what Leto is saying bad about the Joker because I thought the Joker was one of the highlights of Suicide Squad. Same here. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I would say that Suicide Squad probably, in my opinion, marks the high point of the current round of DC-inspired uh, movies. Uh being better than the first two Superman, well, the solo Superman movie, and uh, probably better than Batman v Superman in a lot of ways too. That that's my two cents. What do you guys think, Brian? Did you did you get a chance to check it out? Uh, I did not get to see uh, Suicide Squad yet, but I I really hated Batman v Superman and <laughs> or whatever. Like I I can't imagine it being much worse. I, Tom, you know, I I would say I probably liked Batman v Superman better than Suicide Squad, but I did like Suicide Squad a lot. Um, I mean, just to get it out of the way, obviously Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn stole the show, right? I mean, I think you'd probably agree with that, Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did a great job, actually. Yeah, great I mean, job. She, she, yeah, she stole the the show. I mean, she's hot. I mean, she's smoking hot, obviously, and she. They, they they made no bones about showcasing her assets. Not at all. As, 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 uh, so to speak. Um, but, yeah, she was great in that. I mean, but just, I mean, aside from that, they didn't even need to do that. She was she was brilliant in, in you know, her acting. Um, the uh, Joker, I liked the Joker. I liked that they didn't try to, uh, I guess, duplicate or, you know, go with, uh, the um, uh, what was his name? The guy, the guy that played the Joker before, Heath Ledger. Ledger. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, Heath Ledger. Uh, they didn't try to duplicate him. They didn't try to make it. You know, any any. It was completely. It was a complete departure, basically, from his Joker, which is fine because you know no one was going to replicate that. I don't think. And um, they made him more of a. And I and I don't know if you guys have read like you know I'd say like late eighties, early nineties. I, I have I wanted to go back and look through my books, but um, there were some graphic novels and some 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 comic books that the Joker took on sort of more of a instead of just like a crazy like ha 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 you know psycho sort of like the Ledger portrayal. Um, he was sort of more of a gangster, if that makes sense. Like more of like a, a like a underworld kingpin, but you know but crazier I, I guess. And I feel like that's sort of what they portrayed in this movie, and I sort of liked that. I liked it. It was cool, you know. He had like they had like the tricked out Lamborghini, like you know, I mean, ridiculous and not like within any realm of possibility. But like that would make sense. That that's something like you would see like in a in one of those comic books. You know what I mean? The Joker driving or, or whatever. I, I don't know what you thought, Tom. I liked it. This was a breath of fresh air. I know everybody was all about the Heath Ledger one. And uh, I thought that this new, like, kind of, yeah, just gang member Joker was was great and fit into this world very well. And yeah, I did, I actually like the style, and I like, I just like the, yeah, the, I like this whole new approach. Yeah, it was like outrageous, but it wasn't like cartoony, you know, if that makes sense. Like he wore like a lot of jewelry, and he had like like crazy clothes, but it wasn't like uh, Joker from like, you know. Uh, the old school movies with like you know with with, uh, uh, with Jack Nicholson and stuff like that. I mean it, it was it was it was semi believable, 
And, I, I mean, I thought it was good. I, th I thought he did really well, actually. And then to see that today about him saying that he thought it was, you know, he was duped and, he, you know, he's not happy with it and whatever, that's, I think that's disappointing. Yeah, I uh, I hope that doesn't mean he's not going to be in any future um, movies because I thought he did a good job and his character was very well portrayed. So yeah, I mean, and if nothing else, own it, dude. You know, I mean, you you did it. I mean, you you agreed to do it. You agreed to let them, you know, have control over the over the character, and you and you did the acting. Like, right. All right. If it, if it didn't come out like you wanted it, too bad. You should have fought for more artistic control or whatever. You know. I thought he like sequestered himself away and like became the Joker or some shit too, from what I've been was reading. Yeah, One thing I will say about a lot of movies, though, is it's totally a team effort. You know, obviously, you can do a lot in ed editing, so whatever he acted, if he feels his best work didn't make it to screen, not to say that affects the movie at all. That might actually make the movie better, depending on someone's vision or whatever, but... Yeah, but you don't. I mean, you don't say that. You, you, know, you don't come out and say that. You might yeah, say that, that down that the road. Yeah, that sounds like Sour Grapes. That yeah, sounds you, like... Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like you know, years down the road, if people ask you, "Well, do you do you regret something?" Yeah, you can go back and say that, but you don't say that when the movie's like still trying to make money. You know what I mean? And, and I mean, a it's, it just seems like a faux pas to me. B, I mean, who's gonna want to hire this guy if he's bad mouthing movies? You know what I mean? If I was a studio head and I was considering people, and that guy came up, I'd be like, no. What if, if he doesn't like the movie? He's gonna he's gonna talk shit about it? No, screw it. We'll get with someone that's gonna tow the company line. You know. Sounds I mean, like even, even as an employee, I think you have some responsibility to say, like, eh, maybe not even my mess work, but I still stand by it, you know. Like, uh, that that sounds really shitty, actually. Yeah. Oh, I mean, she's a singer, you know. <laughs> he's a singer. These guys are too, uh, they're, they're too artsy, touchy-feely. That's what he's known for, his singing, for sure. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I, I really... Uh, I don't understand. I I think he's been spending too much uh, time online with the DC Hate Brigade, if I had to guess. Yeah. Um, Maybe he's still in the method. Maybe. Okay. So the, the let's talk about the DC Hate Brigade. I hope you I, I hope you guys understand what I'm talking about. It seems like there's a group of people. There's a certain contingent of people who are determined to hate the DC movies. They're all about the Marvel movies and. The minute a new DC movies announced, you hear the this whole chorus of "It's gonna suck." It's gonna suck. This movie's yeah. not gonna be good. It's gonna suck. I, you know, I, I, it's out there, but I don't think it's quite as unfounded as you do, Tom. DC's done some shit movies. Well, I mean, let's talk I mean, of the three that they've done in in this current generation. I mean, did you did you saw the first two, right? Yeah. And you hated them, or you were saying what were you, what were your views on? I was just joking about this today, actually, because one of my friends asked me, like, oh, what's the the, the topic? And I was, it was just, like, talking about BVS or whatever it's called. But I that was just not Batman. That was Superman versus the Punisher. Mm. And I, I don't know. That, that really bothered me. Like, talking about it with him brought back, like, all of these silly questions. Like, more and more of that bothered me. Mm. That that was um, a really weak movie, and I, I would not be... I would not be excited about, you know, anything coming up on the heels of that. I... 
I disagree. I mean, I think that people... I think people are unable to separate, like, what they read of the comics from what these movies are. Like, I think taken on, on its own terms, Batman v Superman was fine. And I would say the same of Suicide Squad. I think people people are like, oh, this is, the character of Superman is this as I know it, and this, the character of Batman is this as I know it, and I want those preserved on screen the way I like them. And I mean, I, they set the tone like in the very first Superman movie, like this is the way things are in this Superman universe, and I, I I think that does break with most people's like accepted definitions, and I think that's why a lot of people are disappointed. Not uh, a huge Superman or Suicide Squad fan, like, to begin with, even the comics, but I am a huge fan of internal consistency. So I will ask you, Batman's weapon to, like, defeat Superman, that little, like, secret that he had kept behind, what was that? The kryptonite bombs, you mean, and then the spear? the kryptonite bombs. Yeah. So he atomized kryptonite, and Superman literally ingested them into his body. Yeah. And then he was just like, ah, I'm not sick at all. Like, 30 um, seconds. Yeah, well, from what I from what I understand, at least as I, you know, from what I get, um, it would take prolonged exposure to, to Kryptonite to really weaken Superman. So he was basically popping him in the chest with, like, inhale, like a, a lung full. You know what I mean? Uh, I get your point. It probably entered his bloodstream, and maybe it should have done more damage, but... It put Superman from being, like, fucking immortal and untouchable to, like, Batman could block his punches and fucking, you know, kick the shit out of him. I guess, but you're unwriting all that history of, you know, that makes him, like, not touchable. That makes him kind of a, like, a weak human being. Well, again, in the, in these movies, there is no history. Like, the, the, you know, this is a, this is their, like, universe, and they're borrowing from the comics... I'm but not surprised it's... at all when you have two of the biggest characters, the two most notable characters in anything, and you just totally rewrite them for a movie that, that fans don't like that. And, you know, maybe it's a good movie in the end. Maybe it's not for the fans. Maybe, you know, whatever. It's a reboot. But I'm not shocked that people didn't like that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, um... um... Yeah. Again, I think you have, like, and we've sort of talked about this before, like, I think you have the, okay, so you have this, I guess the Venn diagram, I guess, if you want to look at of, like, comic book fans and people that who, like, were not comic book fans but like superheroes and then just the casual observer and casual moviegoer that just wants to go see a good movie and, like where you're trying, like who are you trying to capture? It's almost like the stupid election, right? I mean, you got people all the way to the left, all the way to the right, and you got that middle ground that you really need to target. And I feel like these movies, that's what they're doing. Even even the Marvel movies too. Like I, I told you, like when I went and saw Batman v Superman, we walked out, and my companion, who has never picked up a comic book in her life probably, was like, "That was a good movie. I liked it." You know, and she, she's a, a, a not to be misogynistic or anything like that, but she's a girl. She's not into sci-fi or anything like that, really. And she's, like I said, never read comic books. So she knows of Batman, she knows of Superman, but she you know, never picked up a comic book in her life. And she really liked the movie. I think that's exactly what the studio execs yes. want. Yes, you know what I'm saying? I agree. Like, they don't care about the... They know that comic book guy on the internet is going to nitpick 
any little thing that we do. 100%, yes. So they're just like, fuck it, whatever. You guys are going to be pissed off anyway. So, like, let's just, you know, try to market the movie to some, you know, to the people that we can please and make good movies for. And and I think that's maybe why you aren't hearing quite the chorus um, of condemnation for Suicide Squad to kind of bring it back to, to bring our focus back to that movie. Yeah. Um, I think you've got like a, whereas you have a pretty large, large sized uh, contingent of comic book guys who are mad about, er, you know, the Batman or, sorry, uh, Jarrell or whatever the fuck his name, Kalel would never behave that way. Sorry, I, I got his Kryptonian name wrong. Uh, whereas you've got that contingent that's pretty uh, passionate about Superman, you definitely have a diehard group of Batman fans who make good points, like, you know, he would not kill. Um, with Suicide Squad, I think you have a little more... I'm not going to call them niche, because it's a known DC property, but it's more niche, and I don't think you have quite the vanguard of, like, angry nerds to kind of set the tone and, and warm people off the movie, which I... Plus, I, I think on its merits, it's probably a, the best movie they've delivered so far. But I think those two things work in concert to make this, like, more successful. That, that's my, those are my, that's my thoughts on this movie versus the previous two. Well, and I, I actually went to see it with my mom, who like she does like that stuff. She like, I mean, she took me to see the very first Batman movie, you know, that was pr- the one with what's his name, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, because she wanted to see it. She took me, so like, she likes, you know, that kind of. She likes sci-fi. She likes comic book stuff. She, I mean, she's never read the comic books, but you know, she always encouraged us to get comic books when we were kids, and like. She walked out of the movie and she was like, "I really like that." She's like, I, "I didn't think I was gonna like it, and I really did." So, yeah. like, I, I think that is like the litmus test right there. Honestly. I think it is. I, I think my companion, you know, she's I, she's relatively nerdy, but she again is not as super invested in these properties and these characters. So I went and saw it uh, by myself, and then I went again with her, and I, you know, said nothing. And her reaction, like immediately, when the movie was over, was like, "That was good. I really like that." Yeah. Yeah, and, and I, I, yeah, exactly. I'm not sure why, like, so Batman v... Okay, you had the first one. Was the first one Man of Steel? What was the first one with this Superman called? I didn't even think of the subtitle right now. I think it was think called it was, Man of Steel, right? Yeah, I think it was Man of Steel. I think so. So I thought Man of Steel was fine, but people hated on that one pretty hard uh, because it was, you know, th- that was a bit... That was a big, like, cannon buster. Like, no, that's not how Superman came to be. And, like, that's not what happened on Krypton and blah, blah, blah. Like, people were furious. But I remember the mainstream audience thinking that was okay. I don't remember a lot of people hating on that one. God, are we really shooting for okay, though? I mean, Um, I've seen worse movies, but I I certainly didn't think that was actually good. I I actually liked it. I thought it was, I mean, I I thought it was good. I realized that I'm, like, a soft, easy-to-please moviegoer. But I'm I'm shooting for okay because it, the the nerdosphere would have it that these movies are just like irredeemable pieces of shit and you should not go see them because you know they're they're not true to anything and Man of Steel got like again a, a somewhat chilly reception from nerds and I think a fairly good reception from the mainstream Batman v Superman people were hating on it and hating on it and hating on it before it ever came out I watched like opinionated like jerks on the internet like. Yay, it's no longer number one. Like, cheering the movie's, like, you know, uh, exit from the scene. Like, the amount of, like, passion against it is irrational. Like, it it wasn't that bad. It really was not, in my opinion. I've given you shit for this for a long time. You 
you pay attention to a lot of opinionated jerks and expect them to act di- di- differently. Opinionated jerks are just opinionated jerks. So are they, <laughs> yeah, they are. are they just being jerks or do they like, you know, irrationally hate this movie? Um, I think, well, maybe a hallmark of the opinionated jerk is irrational hate for things or, or like opinions far stronger than are warranted given the thing that's being, uh, but I think that speaks weighed. about the jerk, not the movie. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I agree I mean, with you 100%, but... It's hard for me to separate because, like, in the circles in which I walk, you know, unfortunately, nerds are extremely opinionated about things that honestly don't matter. And so, I, I'm, I'm more... I guess that's who I'm kind of repudiating when I when I defend these DC movies. And uh, I've yet to hear anybody in these circles really sing the praises of Suicide Squad, but I thought it was good. Uh, I mean, Cam, did, so your view is that it was a good movie? Did you enjoy it? Um, yeah, I, I thought it was a, I thought, I, I'd give it a a six. Six and a half, maybe. But like, yeah, I'd it, probably give it like it, a it was, yeah, it was above average. It was a five being average. I would say it was above average. Um, but it wasn't a... It, it was no Guardians of the Galaxy. You know what I mean? Right, right. It was, it was no I, Avengers. Guardians was awesome. Was it an Iron Man 3? It was better than it Iron was Man 3. better than Iron Man 3. Yeah, yes. yeah. Iron Man 3 was the one when, like, they all blew up at the end with... Yeah, like, they blew up all the Yeah, terrible, terrible. Yeah, even Iron Man, better than Iron Man 2, even, I think. That was the one with Mickey Rourke, right? Yeah, as, as yeah. Electro, Electro yeah. Whips or whatever his name was. Yeah, right. I'd watch this movie over both of those movies, for sure. I'd yeah, watch this movie Iron over... I'd watch this movie over both of the Thor movies, probably. Um, yeah, see, those were really bad, I, I thought. Yeah, I, I'd watch this movie over... Um, uh, probably not Avengers Age of Ultron, but maybe even Avengers, the, the most recent one? Uh, or uh, Captain, no. Captain America Civil Captain War? Captain America Civil War, yeah. Actually, I was just going to say that, Cam. I, if I had one in one hand and one in the other, I'd have to think yeah. of which one I wanted to watch. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of how I felt about Civil War. Like, eh, it was alright. Brian, what do you think about Civil War versus Batman v Superman? Do you like Civil War better? Uh, yeah. I mean, again, just because that bar is set so low, that doesn't mean like, oh my god, Civil War was great. But Civil (laughs) War was good. I mean, good enough. I'd give it a six. Okay. All right. And Batman v Superman, what would you give that? Like a five or a four point something? Or... Yeah, four-ish, yeah. Because I think See, the, that was definitely below average. The, the, the DC hate brigade, of whom I speak, the, the, the reason I think they're so biased is because they were singing the praises of Civil War, which I found to be mediocre and like kind of like uh, like the Avengers movies, although it was not technically an Avengers movie, full of characters, full of like everything getting lost in all the chaos and, and mashing together of all these uh, creatures and people and all this other stuff. And uh, it kind of a bum out. I mean, the movie was a bit of a bummer and had like a down ending, right? Then you take Batman v Superman, which for its flaws developed like its few characters much further and um, had, I thought, a lot cooler like iconic scenes. And like actually gave you more of a reason why Batman and Superman were fighting. Never mind that they were put up to it by Lex, but why they Never already mind that were... Lex Luthor, like, just completely tricked fucking Batman without even, like, the least hint of detection by him. 
Well, you mean when he, he tricked him uh, with like regard to... Like the whole to... thing he was tricking him. He was manipulating Batman the whole way, wasn't he? Well, yeah, but... See, I, I would love to do a full treatment of, of, of that movie because this is a this is not like they they set the stage with like this is like Batman who has lost his way and this is Batman who is vulnerable to manipulation because of that and then this is Superman and Batman who are having who even though they both kind of lost their way and then they're kind of the pot calling the kettle black in both directions and Lex easily manipulates that situation. Um, I, I think I think a lot of people might. Confuse Lex Luthor with like Lex Luthor with the uh, you know grandstanding buffoon from Super Friends, not the present company excluded. <laughs> but um, you know, obviously we don't. But I I I think people don't realize that he's like manipulative and, and, and a genius, you know. And I and the, the the vulnerable Batman and the vulnerable Superman in that in that movie, I think, lent themselves to his manipulation and to his machinations, if you will. I don't know. <sighs> I mean, they. I mean, look, you got to suspend disbelief. I mean, we talked about this with Game of Thrones. We talked about this with like, all, all kinds of shit. I mean, it's not. It's it's not economically. It's lazy writing. It, well, I mean, there there might be some of that in there too, but it's just not economically viable. It's not practical. It's not. It, it's it's just not possible to translate almost any work of fiction or, or writing into a movie 100%. You know what I mean? You just can't do it. And so, and we talked about the reasons why, because of like, you know, when you read, you get that sort of image in your head, uh, you know, and when you see a movie, it's someone else's sort of vision, but it's until the comic book nerds, I guess, or, or the, you know, the, 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 the nerd on the, on the other, on the line, <laughs> which is, you know, uh, changes the sort of their, their view on, how movies and, and how TV shows have to be made and marketed for them to be profitable, you're always going to have comic book guy on the other end just hacking and slashing. You know what I mean? They're, they're, yeah. they're, they're never going to be they're never going to be satisfied and I think Hollywood had made that decision a long time ago that they're not going to even try and so they're just making movies that they think will be profitable and you know hopefully, also provide a good product to the consumer. Well, along those lines, Cam, I'm not sure with Suicide Squad if I can blame the comic book guy or if I can blame like the mainstream audiences or just all of the above. But I, you know, you've probably heard the rumor by now that they were making Suicide Squad and then they were like making funny like Guardians. That's what everybody likes now, and so they had to go through and like shoehorn in all this like lightheartedness and humor to get people to like the movie. And I I think DC, DC should stick to their guns. Like, I I don't know that there are any of these movies have been commercial failures, necessarily. Um, no, that's the other thing. These movies have been extremely successful. I mean, just just Suicide Squad, like, it's already almost tripled its budget. Uh, I mean, it, it, it had a... Uh, it actually broke some records, I think, in, in terms of, like the first day uh, box office, things like that. I, was, I, I, I don't have the article in front of me, but uh, I read it after I saw the movie because I was like, yeah, I, I don't see, you know, I, I sort of looked it up. I, I was curious to see what how it did in the box office. And it, it's, I mean, worldwide, I think at this point, it's already at like half a billion. Um, and its budget was like $180 million. So it's like... That's great. It is, com- it is, it is absolutely commercially successful. Now, uh, let me ask you this, because I think this is... 
like something that they're kind of manipulating. Was that production budget or was that advertising budget? Because they'll add that $500 million advertising budget on at the end and then call it a failure, even though, you know, they've got toy sales and T-shirt sales and everything else from that advertising budget. I don't know. I mean... Because that's what happened with Batman vs. Superman, right? Like, it was a failure because of the advertising budget. I mean, it made more than it cost. But that's uh, a failure in Hollywood. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure, actually, Brian. That's a good. That's a good point. Um, I don't. I don't think like th- this movie was advertised. I don't think it was too heavily advertised. Like I don't remember it being on Taco Bell cups or anything, you know. Um, so yeah, I'd be, I'm curious to know if that, if that, if those figures are just the production of the movie and not all the support that goes into it, that that's something else to consider too. Let's see. I'm just doing a quick search here. So 100, it's a, the budget. When you just Google Suicide Squad budget, it's 175 million. Um, uh, and now I'm looking to see if there's a like a separately attached advertising budget. Um, okay. So it, this actually talks about uh, BBS. Uh, the budget was four hundred and ten million. Ah, production uh, budget? As, yeah, tying. Holy shit. Tie, no, no, well, I mean, I think with everything that that tied Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides is the most expensive film ever made. Um, and then it says, from everything we've seen, uh, Warner Brothers looking to knock down the budget significantly for Justice League flicks. The budget for both films to amount to five hundred million total, two fifty each. Um, and da, 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 da. so in the recent Suicide Squad, um, yeah, they, they they dialed it back to 175. So I think that's I think that's everything total, 175 million. I mean, I I thought they got their money's worth out of this movie. It had its flaws, but on balance, I thought that, I thought they did a pretty good job. And uh, you actually kind of segued by mentioning the combined 500 million dollar budget into the next thing I wanted to bring up, and maybe the final thing. Are you guys looking forward to the Justice League movies? I am, for sure. I think one of the reasons I didn't see Suicide Squad, and probably won't, is... Dude, I couldn't even name most of those characters. I mean, everybody knows Harley Quinn, but, like, the lizard face guy... Uh, I don't even Killer know Croc? Killer Croc? Yeah, he's pretty... I mean, well, I... I know these guys because I play so much DC deck builder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know them from the, you know, I don't know a lot of them from the from the comic books. So that's for sure. But in, in in contrast to that, like Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman, hell yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah, I I think those should oh, end shit, up being I left good. out. There's someone else, isn't there? Flash. No, 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 no. no. They're, they're... Cyborg. Is it Cyborg? Yeah. Yeah, Flash, Cyborg, Wonder Woman, um, Aquaman, Batman, and Superman are all the I'm ones. Trying to remember they... the dossiers at the end. I thought there was. I thought there was another like kind of surprise. Maybe it was Cyborg. I think that's them. Yeah. I don't like Flash all that much, but. Um. Well, Flash. The Flash had a well. Flash had a cameo in in uh, Superman. Or sorry, in Suicide Squad. It looks good. And and Cam. What do you think? Bruce Wayne kind of alluded alludes to it in the uh, Stinger or whatever. But do you think they're gonna have like a versus maybe where like the, where it's a, a 
Suicide Squad gone rogue and the Justice League has to bring him in? I don't know. I mean, that would be cool. It would be cool. That would be, that would be awesome. It would raise the stature of these relatively unknown characters, you know, to the mainstream. Um, and I think, like, I don't know. I, I thought the I thought everybody played their roles really well. I, Will Smith. Every time he's on a movie now, I still hold my breath, like, please be good, please be good. <laughs> I'm, I'm like afraid he's got to revert to like 1990s annoying Will Smith, but he well, never does. He's, he's like, I, really I thought good he. Now. I was gonna. I had that on my list to bring up. I thought he did. I thought he like was like Independence Day Will Smith as Deadpool. What? Oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't. God, he was blacking it up, man. Like, you think so? I, I think a little bit, but not. Not crazy, like that. Oh, like, I thought it was. I uh, he was my least favorite character out of all. Really? Of yeah, I like freaking Boomerang better than him. Like, well, I mean, but, but this this was a movie of like playing up your stereotype, like Harley Quinn with a bubbly like girl, you know, and uh, you had like uh, yeah, Captain Boomerang like being like a total walking stereotype, and um, what's his name, <laughs> Diablo. Like, oh, I am from, I am Mexican, bro. Like, totally, like, a kind of a cholo stereotype. Like, I think they were like, Will Smith, okay, so you know, you know, do the thing you do. And he was trying to be like, oh, God. Yeah, okay. But, but I, mean, I, 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 it was nowhere near as bad as, like, Independence Day and stuff when they. Oh, I thought it was, I thought it was almost really? worse. Really? Yeah, I thought wow. it was. Terrible. I mean, it, that, that's a, that sort of thing offended me. As a minority, that, that, like, I, I don't know, man. Like, what about El Diablo then? Because he, whatever that fire dude's name is, that, that's one of the guys I didn't know, by the yeah, way. Yeah, but, but I mean, he was like a, like, like a West LA, like, Mexican gangbanger. You know but, what I mean? That was, that was. But he was a but he was a stereotype. He's like, yeah. Holy At least that's not a racial know. stereotype. I mean, damn, I don't know. I like I like Deadshot. I thought Will Smith did a great job. I don't know, man. That that like kind of hacked me off. Well, first of all, Deadshot was white in the comic books, so like for that's them to be right. like, oh, play up your stereotype. I I applaud them for casting a black actor, but then it's almost sort of like you're you're destroying the stride you're making and casting a you know a person of color. In a traditionally white role, by telling them to black it up, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so it's like, oh yeah, go out there. You know, why don't you just get a guy in blackface out there? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's, it's doesn't make any uh, sense. It I mean, really, really offended me a little bit. Like, I mean, I, I was just like, come on, Will Smith, you're better. Especially Will Smith. It's one thing if you just get some random person of color in there, and the guy, you know, is feeling pressure because he doesn't have that many opportunities. But Will Smith can do any movie he wants. And then he's gonna go in there and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah homie. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, come on, man. Like, <laughs> I didn't think it was that. Oh, See, I, I'm really curious to know if 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 that is a if that if people take exception to him in that movie because I I was bracing myself for the like Will Smith of from Independence Day and I didn't see that, but maybe I just don't want to see it. Maybe I'm blind to it now because I like Will Smith. I mean, not only that, but like just the clothes they put him in, like. He had like you know he was he looked like like a pimp when he was like walking with his daughter. <laughs> he had like the, like the leather fedora tilted to the side. Like, get out of he's here! Just like, to, he's just he's just a man about town taking his daughter out on the town, man. Come yeah, we're looking like you know iceberg slim, the pimp. Like, <laughs> he had like the gators. All right, never mind. Yeah, yeah, he had like. <laughs> He had like a leather jacket with like a black turtleneck, like his seventies pimp style. Like, I, oh my gosh, Brian, you got to! I wish you would see the movie. I, I would love <laughs> to hear your views on this. You might just like ha- ha- have unfair memories of him in Independence Day because you hate everything about that movie. So, well, 
He yeah, wasn't but, that black in it. I mean, okay, but he was. That was around the era of, of Men in Black, and Men in Black was like that should have been. That movie could have been called Faces in Black because that was like, <laughs> or that that they really I feel like forced Will Smith to, as Cam says, black it up, and and that was kind of the epitome of like, can, can we please get past this? Like I just didn't like that era, Will Smith, man. Yeah, Men in Black. They had him like. Talking about how he runs faster than white people and like his right, 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 like, right. Like a now, and like Jordans. And, like, <laughs> now, my, mind you, mind you, we're we're like you know saying they're forcing poor Will Smith to do this, but for all we know, he's like, no, that's my personality. That's how that's the me I want to get across. Yeah, this is my me, method. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, which is fine. I mean, I guess like if that's him, that's him. But I've seen him act in plenty of other movies where he acts like a normal person. You know, well, I, don't I normal, think he. Like, I think he was just fine as Deadshot. I thought. Yeah. I thought he was. A, the character had a lot of depth, man, with the daughter and like the motivations and everything. Like, I don't yeah, know. I, I don't have a problem with that. But like, and the daughter was awesome too. I thought she did really well. The daughter, but she like, did. I mean, she didn't need to have a pimp as a daddy. Like, I mean, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, on top of that, like you know, they they had like the whole like stereotypical, like, oh, you know... Uh, Katana? No, 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 well, yeah, that was... Okay, but, I, I'm I mean, just saying, let's go down the whole the whole roster here, because everybody was, like, an ethnic representation in this in this squad, man. Like, true. everybody. Even even Killer Croc. So, Killer yeah, Croc... They're all, all four shooting for the mass audience, as long as there's writing involved. But <laughs> and you guys object, huh? Okay, yeah, they made him sort of black as well too, right? Like, they made, no, like, they met him definitely. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm assuming so because his at the end after they completed their mission, they were all given like little perks in their prison cells, and Killer Croc requested BET. He requested yeah. BET. I mean, yeah. the whole squad is all. <laughs> yeah, he wanted BET, and his, yeah, that's pretty. That was pretty terrible. <sighs> I mean, I don't know, but like, I mean, look, all that aside. Like, is it a bad movie? No. I, I thought I was thoroughly entertained by it. I didn't feel like I'd gotten robbed for, of my, you know, eight, nine bucks or whatever. My my mom, who is, like, I think the per- perfect litmus test for, the, like, you know, the casually interested fan, you, you know what I mean? And I say casually in terms of, like, they like it and they want to go, you know, they'll go see it if it's interesting, but they're not, like, going to be online, like, posting about it. Um which actually sort of brings me back to what you were saying, Tom and Brian, about the like the guys that the people that will go online and post. What people forget too about that is that that is not representative of any type of large population in the United States. The like small, small, small percentage that will actually go online and post and make these kind of things like you know uh, uh, an issue online. It's almost sort of like the greasy, uh, well, not greasy, the, the the squeaky wheel, like the uh, factor, like those guys are such a small infinitesimal uh, infinitesimal percentage. It, it's it just makes it seem like there's a lot more going on because they're the loudest. But I think ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the population couldn't give a shit less. I agree. I agree. They're just overrepresented by how how loud they are on the internet. All right, and I, and I think maybe that's my perception of the DC hate brigade. And I, I can't not like they are drawn from that tiny percentage, and and like they seem bigger than they are because like they're near, you know, they're near me, they're you know, their proximity to my to my existence, I guess. Right. So. Well, no, 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 but I, I no, no. See, but but that, that's sort of a different issue. I think like the people that are up that 
I'm talking about that in terms of like trying to satisfy a certain segments of the population by your product, right? So I think like by not alienating them, but by not really worrying about being so true to everything or, or, or making them happy, that is a absolutely smart move in terms of business when it comes, you know, when you're marketing. Oh, I see, them. I see, okay. But I do agree with you that that segment of the population translates into a lot more, uh, I guess, publicity. And it does, yeah, it does really affect, I think, the sales and the perception of the movie by people that aren't really, like, to the casual observers. Because if you just go on and Google, like, Suicide Squad reviews, all of them are shitty, you know, or, or at least semi-unfavorable. Right, you know right. I mean? Earth, think, yeah. Killer Croc's character is not consistent with his traditional origin story. <laughs> yeah. like, dude, and I think up. that is, yeah, I think that's sort of a product of the comic book guy stirring up a mob mentality and then people not wanting to go against yes. that. Like, and, and people wanting to, like, take sides. It's almost like high school, people wanting to take sides. Like, oh, yeah. I'm, team, I'm team Marvel and screw DC. That, that's what like, I'm saying. Like, that... that yeah. The DC Hate Brigade is the comic book dorks who are just, like, screaming for anyone who will listen. Like, you may ignore this nerd if he's in the hallway, like, debating loudly about how shitty the DC movie is when you're in high school. But you do hear him, and his words do kind of, kind of yeah, resonate the pro- with you. Yeah, and the problem is, then you do if you're just a casual person, you go and you want to go check out, like, what the movie's about or a review, then, you know, it, it sort of gets this false credibility when you see all these reviews by these guys right. or whatever... It's like, oh, these guys must know what they're talking about. They read the comics. They're, you know, they're the, yeah, you know, they're, they're resources. They yeah. So, yeah, I do agree. I, I think that is totally different, and that is a problem that DC absolutely needs to overcome because that that certainly translates into negative sales. Well, the only way they're going to do it is to basically like let these comic nerds like write the characters like exactly the way. Uh, they were during the extended virginity of these friggin' comic book nerds. Yeah, and then the problem is, is like then you know, two like you know, twenty thousand people are going to see the movie. You know what I mean? Like two, right, yeah, but that's what they want. Like yeah, like two hundred people are going to see the movie, and no one else is going to care. It's going to be another like, it's going to be like nineties comic book movies. You know what I mean? Or instead of letting these, let instead of letting these friggin' mouth breathers poison the well, they ought to just let me write the reviews. I feel like my views are far more favorable because they're more nuanced and, uh, well, frankly, better. My opinion's better. <laughs> Stopping you, we could, uh, we, we could gain the reviews. You know. Actually, I'm glad you mentioned that, Cam. I am maybe depending on what the DC release schedule is, I'm, I'm really kind of thinking of doing a series called, and I, I mentioned this to Brian, I, I think I might have mentioned it to both of you offline, called In Defense of DC, where maybe written and then maybe to defend my views on, on some future episodes, I will go through the new DC movies and kind of find exa- the numerous examples of people crapping on them and then kind of offer my counterpoints. Because I... I I normally don't care about movies enough to argue passionately for them one way or another, but I really feel like there is a percentage of, like, deserved um, criticism, and then there's a percentage of just, like, no, it's not correct, like, you know. I'm still just curious why you think that's unfairly targeting DC. That's everything on the Internet. Oh, well, yeah, but in this case, I just feel like, for whatever (laughs) reason, I want to defend DC. I, 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 you're, you are making it, you. That's a good point, Brian. Like people lose their shit over everything, right? Yeah, no, that is a great point. But but but, but I, I think Tom, your point is well made. That 
Okay, so yeah, you got the haters that hate on the new Star Trek movies, but they're still gonna go see the movie, right? You right. got the haters that are gonna hate on the Star Wars movies, but they're still gonna go see the movies. Right. Um, and then you got the haters that hate on the DC and the Marvel movies, but they're still gonna go see the Marvel movies. But for some reason, the DC haters are trying to persuade people not yes. to see yes. the, the DC movies. And yes. I, I definitely think that's palpable. Like that's that is. I think that's definitely quantifiable. Yeah. They they, they, they themselves boycott it and they don't want to see it and they don't want anybody else to see it because they're mad that Superman isn't like just like a you know unbeatable like uh, totally like I mean they I guess they want Superman like rescuing kittens from trees and like helping old ladies across the street and stopping that old Lex that dastardly old Lex Luthor <laughs> and giving them the what for like I don't know what they actually want. Yeah, and and I I don't get that. I, I because I'm sure those are the same people that will hate on those other movie franchises, but go to see the movies, and and they don't tell anyone not to see the movie. Right. They'll come on. They'll come on and be like, well, yeah, you know, it was okay, but you know, this this and this was different, and blah, 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 you know, so they'll still show their ire, but they won't like boycott or tell anyone else to boycott the movie. Right. But for some but these reason, they will. These spit, they will. Yeah, they'll spit that venom at DC and like just actively. Try to sabotage it almost. Yes, and they they hate. Um, what's the guy's name who's making him Snyder or whatever? I don't remember the the, the director or whatever whatever group of people who's responsible kind of for the writing and the kind of dark uh, atmosphere of this current crop of DC films. They hate those people and they will call them out by name, like "I'll never see a movie by this person." <laughs> like, shut yeah. up, dude. Seriously. And and I get it. If you like, I'm all for like voicing your opinion with your dollars, right? I mean, that's really the only thing that any corporation will listen to. You, you know what I yes. mean? Like, it will not change unless it's going to affect their bottom line. So I get that. Um, and I get not wanting to go see a movie because you think, like, you don't like the direction that the franchise is being taken in or something like that. I get that as well. And, and I, I, not only do I get it, I, I absolutely support it, and I, I think that that's what should be done. Sure. But I think that there... Uh, there is a palpable, quantifiable, irrational hate for some of these movies. Thank you. Thank you. Know you what I mean, like, it's, it's, yes. it's okay if you don't want to see the movie. That's fine. But the amount of people that go online and, and and actively encourage people not to go see these movies, it's not like, you know, like I I get it if it's like they're like racist or they're like. Well, I mean, we just sort of talked about maybe they are, but like, you know what I mean? Like, I get it if it's like that's your reasoning, like, oh, they hate gays or they hate blacks or you know, the the producer or the director is like, you know, a war criminal or whatever. Okay, fine, I get that, but it's you just don't like the fact that you know, Deadshot isn't the way you wanted him to be. You know yes. what I mean? So you're gonna that that doesn't make any sense to me. Right. Let, let's not let's let's not forget how outraged everybody was that Heimdall was black in uh, one of the Thor movies. But they still went yeah. and saw them. But with these movies, yeah. like from the jump, like the minute the minute the first trailer is released, out come the haters, and and you know they're they're starting their campaign. Like whatever you do, don't go see this. I mean, even Ghostbusters and that movie sucked way worse than Suicide Squad. Uh, didn't have this level of um, of like pre hatred. You know what I mean? And, well, no, it did, but it was. I don't know. I feel like that didn't really. I feel like the boycott was less effective in that case. Yeah, and and I, I I and again like I didn't see Ghostbusters because I don't want to support the money. You know, I don't want to support it with my dollars. Like I just wasn't a fan. And I have nothing against. I love women. I have no I have no problem with women taking over a franchise. I just was the trailers and everything that I saw. I was like, man, 
especially when they were like when we talked about like you know sort of talk about Will Smith blacking it up, but they had the 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 you know the the, the black chick in that movie, you know. The I power mean, the, of Christ. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like I, it's a, I got a Cadillac, and like I mean, come on, man. I, I will not give dollar one to any movie franchise that's going to portray a person of color like that. That's ridiculous. Cam, you're... you're uh, she was the second best character in the movie, dude. Really? <laughs> yeah, right that, next to the fucking logo. Um, yeah, that that is ridiculous. Cam, your, your, your uh, defense, uh, your objection to the stereotyping of people of color, while laudable, um, nevertheless is in conflict with your uh, duty... To support a cast of strong female characters, therefore, <laughs> it's like, I'm afraid it's, you're in a catch twenty-two. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, what, what do you hate women because you don't want to see right. you know, Ghostbusters? Right. No, right. I just hate I hate how a African American woman, or black woman, was portrayed in that, or or at least what it looks like to me from the trailers, how she's portrayed, and I, yeah, you know, like I guess I mean, look, and and I and you know. It's, I guess, you know, to have an informed opinion, you got to sort of see the movie, but, like, I just don't want to give any money to them. I'll see it when it comes out on HBO or whatever, but, like... <laughs> Even the bone they tried to throw her was pretty freaking racist. She she was, like, the smart one because she read books all day, because she had such a dead-end job that she had plenty of time to read books all day. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's a reader. <laughs> she, didn't, she didn't go to college, so she's got to self-educate. I mean, God, what are we in the freaking uh, I don't, I don't know how the, 1700s? Like, I'm not sure how the uh, social justice people who were so on board with it being all female didn't didn't take exception to that. But uh, yeah, anyway, that, yeah, that's. Well, I mean, you talk, you want to talk about like Hispanics? I'm surprised they didn't have like a Mexican chick in there eating tacos with a sombrero on. You know what I mean? Like. I, 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 where's that? How did they miss that? You that know, was in like, Suicide Squad during the family yeah. scenes with uh, El Diablo when they were at yeah. His... yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, "I'll put the kids to bed, and then you want to kick it? You want to kick it?" <laughs> <laughs> no one has ever said that. <laughs> I, I know, I know, I know. But they needed to get. They needed to get. The, e- even uh, the even the romantic innuendo of the Latino couple had to have like some an ethnic spin yeah. to it. So I Bato, guess oh, you want to kick it? <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever heard anybody. <laughs> yeah, oh, I was kicking man. it with my old lady last night. Like what? Nobody, nobody zero people say that. <laughs> Listen, I'm sure if you went into like the ghettos of East LA, you probably would hear people talking like that. But like. That's not representative of Mexicans. You know what I mean? That's not representative of Hispanics. Like, why are you like? I don't know. Just it, <laughs> Cam, I'll say it again. That like, works me. It, 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 part of the movie's, you know, uh, mission was a stab at diversity, and it was a super friend style diversity for like 1980. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised they didn't have like. Actually, they did. They had essentially had samurai, uh, in in the character of um, katana. They had actually Apache chief for just a, a minute, and then he... Yeah, yeah, he's, he, he got killed right off. <laughs> yeah, he was duped by the Irish guy to killing himself. <laughs> oh, I mean, man. they kind of they kind of harkened back to the the, the ham-fisted attempted diversity in Super Friends and yeah. delivered well, okay. big. And maybe, okay, look, maybe, and, you know, I guess I'm the designated person of color on the show, and maybe I'm getting it wrong with my, like, I guess, own, like, view of things. 
Well, like, I sort of was able to differentiate the black character from the Hispanic character because the Hispanic character was supposed to be, I guess, at least in the movie, a whatever, East L.A. or whatever Mexican gangster. That was, yes. he was a yes. kingpin. You know what I mean? He was like a, he was a Mexican gangbanger kingpin. Like a so, Cholo stereotype, you yeah, might say. Yeah, so, like, that's why I guess I wasn't as offended by that because, like, Okay, I get it. That's what you're trying to go for. So fine. I can sort of stay with you there. It wasn't like he's just a random Mexican guy or a random a random Hispanic guy and they made him into like, hey, let's kick it, Holmes. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, so that's where I guess sort of differentiate that from the Will Smith character who's just, from what I understand from the movie, just supposed to be a black guy. Yeah, you but he's I mean? like, very... Right, okay. but then they added in the whole like I gotta dress like a pimp and I got a gold chain. Yeah, but Kev, like the the the, the gang the the East LA kind of cholo dude, well like that that's like one tenth of one percent of the Latino population in the United States, right? Or the world? No, no, for for, for sure. But what I'm but, getting at is but, like they they made his character. He wasn't just like you know Jose Sanchez, Mexican guy. It was like El Diablo, leader of a gang a gang of criminals. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. So, so, so I get that. Like that was his character. He was playing that in the movie. Whereas Will and, Smith was just a black guy, but he was an assassin and he was dead shot. But yet, right, they had to. But, but he was. In. He he was he was black guy. Okay, and the other guy was Latin guy. Yeah. And Katana was Japanese lady who was constantly going on about honor and her soul and like. And like, whipping out her samurai sword. Yeah, like oh, sorry, come on. Yeah, no. I think, but, I think you're picking on Will Smith when he was he was probably what like the least offensive in terms of just like being a straight up like out of central casting like. No, you and know. you know you know what was even the worst part was that like when he was like walking like with his daughter and they I guess they had gone shopping or something, he had like a black doll. <laughs> like the well, doll that he got her was a black doll. <laughs> well, wait a minute. I mean the, the daughter. I mean I would I don't know about little girls and their dolls. I would assume most of them might. What a doll kind of looks like them or something or their baby. Yeah, but that's like, but that's basically saying like, okay, so you have a black daughter, so you got to get her a black doll. Like, are you gonna, uh, give her, are you gonna give her watermelon and fried chicken too? Like, I mean, what's, well, <laughs> I mean, like, what, just because she's black, she wants a black doll. Like, well, yeah, that 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 is treading on. If he if he had given her a white doll, that would that would have been an issue too. Like, there's no. Yeah, I guess there's no. That was probably one of those fraught like decisions. You're like, ah, ooh, yikes. Will, what do you think about this? And he was probably like, I don't know, man. Give her the black doll and see how it goes. But but I mean, but it was completely it was completely unnecessary. Like we got that he was shopping for his daughter. Why did he have to be holding a black doll? A black he doll. Holding, yeah, he yeah. He was holding a bag, a shopping bag. You know what I mean? Like. Well, remember too, though, Cam. This is a you know we're now appealing to a an international market and especially a big Chinese market. And you know they don't understand that you have a black character unless you 110 percent make that person black. So yeah, well, why couldn't it have been an Asian doll? Maybe like little black girls don't like to play with Asian dolls. They don't like to because, play with yeah, Hispanic would, dolls. I don't understand why would why would why would that be the case? Like I don't like I'm a guy who's living in like China or Qatar or you know Russia, and I'm like and I'm like the whole movie. I'm like, why does this black girl have an Asian doll? I don't get yeah. it. So so they so they so so they have to like have diversity, but they sort of gotta like put in like undercover racism too. Is what you're saying? I guess. Well, no, it has no like. It's not even. There's nothing undercover. Like every race has to be succinctly like packaged into its like <laughs> representative like walking stereotype. I, we keep coming back to this. It's 100 percent like 
I, I, I mean, I'm really either. surprised that like they didn't cut to like katana like like with some chopsticks munching down some like rice balls or something every once in a while. Like oh, seriously, man. like I I don't know, man. It just I don't know. Maybe I'm it, like it was too, offensive. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not too easily that offended. Away. Like, and I'm I'm very open to like. <laughs> Sorry, I'm very open to the fact that I may be too easily offended, and maybe I'm just looking for things that sh- you're not. Like, we should just be like, forget it, like no big deal. It's 2016. Who cares? But like, come on, man. Like, you know, you, you, Ken, well, you, you're, you're, you are, you're, you're. I think you're, you're not being overly sensitive. I mean, it was very ham-fisted in its attempts at diversity, but I think they were attempts at diversity. They were just poorly executed. Along the lines of his 2016, why didn't the assassin buy his daughter a G.I. Joe or a Transformer? Oh, or yeah, something? he got her a doll, right. man. That's problematic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even see the female <laughs> perspective. Look at that. Like, but I, mean, I, I, think, <laughs> I think your criticisms are, are fair, Cam, honestly. And, uh, oh, something I keep forgetting to mention in my updates, and I'll mention it now, speaking of bona fides for discussing these things, uh, this is a little bit of a segue, but you know how I got that DNA sampling done to like, <laughs> yeah. get my ethnicity broken down? Yeah. Well, getting my I gave my dad a kit, and that helped them like narrow it down with greater certainty. So from like 1.8%, I've now been promoted to like 4.8%, almost 5% North African or Middle Eastern, mostly wow. Middle Eastern. I am oh. like 5%. Uh, I am 5% not the type of people Trump wants around at this point. <laughs> Man, you should try to get some of that oil money. You might be able like, to have some Saudi Does that work like that? Or is it like being a member of a tribe? Like, do I, I get, like, know. a cut? I don't know if it works the same, but, I mean, look, if you could, like, trace your roots back to, like, some sort of, like, you know... Shake or something. Tribe, like yeah, some shake or some sort of, like, royal whatever. No, yeah, knowing my like, luck, though, I would be, like, some, like, poor Bedouin, like, tribesmen or something, and I'd probably owe them camels or some shit, you know? I mean, that's our, that's our movie right there. It's like King Ralph, but, like, in Kuwait... <laughs> King, King Tom, you King know what Tom. I mean? Like you, you just like show up, and all this, this the royal family somehow got killed or whatever, and here comes Tom. Oh, I'm the I'm new, I'm the new Shake. <laughs> but it tur- but like it turns out like the reason my ancestor left is because he owed a debt of like you know of some huge number of whatever they traded, yeah. like seven thousand silk rugs or something, and I, that's worth like six, I owe like seventeen trillion today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think we should work on that script for sure. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Instead of King Ralph, it'll be like Shake Tom. Shake Tom. <laughs> <laughs> for the record, I'm like the palest. Like I, 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 I am no longer. I have lost my ancestor's ability to deal with the sun because. Yes, you would definitely need some SPF like 100. Yeah. 100 over there. Like you can't even stand the sun. You can't rule our people. <laughs> it's not about skin. It's about spirit. <laughs> oh, let's let's write this movie. This sounds great. King I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, that would be awesome. <laughs> you have to like ride yes. around on a horse in like the desert with like one of those like Kirby swords. <laughs> right, like. I... <laughs> and they're like, that's very offensive. That's a that's a big stereotype. Like, yeah. I'm, and I'll be like, I'm embracing my culture. They're like, come on, dude. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> I think so. I just wanted to mention that because whenever we touch on. Um, like race and ethnicity issues, I now have like a five percent pseudo legitimacy. So I can <laughs> maybe. Oh, so take take everything I say with like a five percent grain of salt. Yeah. What's funny is like you found out that you're more 
uh, more of color. I was going to say color, but that's not a bad thing to say. <laughs> Don't say that word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That offends me now. <laughs> you, you have more color in your background than I found out when I was over in, 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 in uh, Scotland and, and uh, whatever. I have I have less color than I thought. I'm, I'm yeah. actually more Anglo than I thought I was. We looked up that's my, roots, I thought, in, Gringo. my, my roots in Scotland, and I was like, wow, it's pretty. I, I go back to like some pretty white roots <laughs> in Scotland. Yeah, well, Cam. You know, I'm tired of I'm tired of you, uh, Lily Whites. You know, keeping me down. So I am, I, I am the man. I'm I'm, I'm holding <laughs> you down. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh God. All right, then we we got a little far afield. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I think we've offended enough people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think this might be our last episode ever, as uh, many people, as our audience immediately checks out. It, it, probably the people that'll check out the most are the DC uh, comic book guys. Um, well, hey, I mean, yeah. I mean we, throw, we throw this up on Reddit, and we'll get all kinds of publicity. We probably should. Uh, and then we'll follow it up with the in de- Defense of DC uh, series. That'll really get some hate coming our way. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think we have a plan. <laughs> anything, anything else, anyway, anything else to add with regard to Suicide Squad, the DC movies, uh, my, my 5% uh, ethnic revelation, anything? No, I, I wish you many camels in the future. <laughs> See, I can be offended and laugh at that now. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not Pakistani. I'm allowed to make camel jokes. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, I, can't, I, I can't wait to explore all this new uh, humor open to me now. Anyway. <laughs> Anything else, Brian? No. All right, cool. Let's wrap this up. So... I'm not selling you a cheap Persian rug when I tell you you should listen to our show <laughs> every week, uh, Monday through Hump Day. I get it? Like that's a camel joke. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, check us out on iTunes as well, uh, Stitcher. And if neither of those are to your liking, there's always Google Play Music. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Give up on G Plus. They're just done with that shit. So. Uh... <laughs> Uh, join us on the Near Extravaganza HQ Facebook group. Take a magic carpet ride on over to <laughs> nerdstravaganza.com and check out a whole new world of possibilities on our <laughs> website. Uh, check out all of our non-racist and totally PC, totally uh, DC-heavy uh, video content on YouTube. Uh, by ty- typing Nurse Travaganza into the handy dandy search bar and jockey your camel on over to <laughs> Google, <laughs> to your your internet browser of choice and shoot us an email at nerdstravaganza at gmail.com let us know how offended you are by our podcast <laughs> and with all that said Brian take us away I'm going to go kick it with my lady. <laughs> <laughs> Let's kick it after we put all of, our, all of our... Oh, that was the other thing, too. After we put all of our kids to bed, because we're Mexican, so we must have a million kids, then we can kick it. Oh, yeah, yeah, they had... <laughs> Brian, that scene was so... Oh, oh God, let, let's kill... We'll talk about that post-show. That scene was so, like, bad. <laughs> <laughs>